Flashback number five, already halfway through the flashback series where we're providing you with a rerun of an old school podcast every day in the build up of Christmas for some seasonal nostalgia. On this episode, set in October 2017, we are joined by a rare appearance from the pincer, Matthew Canning, joins us late in the podcast. At the time of recording, um, Daniel and Matthew had just both been selected as my best men. So we went out on the drink to celebrate. And when we got back into the flat, we pressed record, recorded a podcast. It's a bit of drunken fun, and I think you'll all enjoy it. Here we go, back down memory lane. Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rip job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9 11? Beans, beans, the music of fruit, the more you We've muggins, done this. the more you cream. We've done this. Haven't done that? All right, Natalie's broke. I'm ready. Did you notice that? Just going to get seven muggins as a bad cream. Neither of those work. Well, let's get on with the podcast. <laughs> I, be, I bet that's what you want. The well-run dry be, real quick on this one. I bet. I can nah, hard and early. No, no, no. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it. I'm going to make you answer for your crimes. You're like you're like Harvey Weinstein, okay? You've what got, is that? What is you've, he? You've got right. So Harvey Weinstein was basically he's a American TV film producer, and he did a bunch of molesting. Some would say too much molesting. And has this joke been done yet? What Harvey Weinstein? It has not. So go. You've got free reign. Go ahead. Mean, Harvey Weinstein. There we go. Right. <laughs> you are the Harvey Weinstein of this podcast. You've gone away with too much shit for too long, and finally, brave women like me are standing up against awful, the, against, awful women against the horrible raping of this podcast that you are doing. <laughs> We've ruined this podcast in one minute. All right. Right. In my defence. Oh, classic Harvey Weinstein. I tried to fix my right ear. You're an addict. You're an addict to shit banner. <laughs> I, tried to, I tried to fix my right ear and broke my left one. Well, oh. my second from the right. <laughs> so your ears are still fucked. Yeah, but not worse than fucked. Uh, you made them worse. Yeah. Aye. Wait, so it's I, almost as if if your ears are blocked, jamming your fingers in them constantly and being like, this will help, ruins them. No, I went to Boots. I'm uh, sorry. Just let me know. What was the year that you got your doctorate in? Me which one? Your doctorate. Doctorate? No, aye. Oh, my medical doctorate? Yeah. Where did you get your doctorate? Oh, I got it off the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and at any point during that internet doctorate, did it say, jam your thumbs in your ears every five minutes while shouting, I still can't hear, will cure your deafness? <laughs> I went in boots. Right. Right. I went, like um, all doctors. Yeah. Famously, I'm sorry, uh, Miss uh, Jacqueline. Uh, you do have cancer, but give me two seconds. <laughs> Thankfully, I've got my boots card, so I should be able to get chemo. Two for three. It's actually three for the price of two. And, so, uh, and I'm going to get myself for, a cheeky meal. Uh, the point. Right. Fortunately, <laughs> you got you got tea cancer and you got fanny cancer, but with the three for two deal, I'll be able to get a fucking sandwich at the end of it. By the way, also, I'm very aware that it's not called take your fanny cancer. <laughs> yeah, where did you get your doctor? <laughs> so, I went into boots like all good doctors. Aye. In a... I got yourself a couple of items as well, because that's what corporations do to you. Did you walk in there, like, when you're buying condoms and you were just disguising the fact that you were deaf? Were you like, I'll get some ear cleaning stuff, but I'll also get a nine-inch black dildo on a dog? <laughs> what? You know. <laughs> I was like, to, no, to you know. Up, to yeah, cover to up come, from... To cover oh, no, up. there's nothing wrong with me, as I'm just having a classic Tuesday. Uh, just to cover the fact that you're buying cucumbers. You don't want anyone to know you're buying cucumbers, so you buy a lot of gay porn... And loop. Well, let's just move over the fact that you can't buy dildos and dogs from Boots. Just for, to oh, not anymore. To facilitate yeah, dope. not anymore. And that's because I get into three shops before you. Right. So, <laughs> clear the shelves. So, I went in and I got, I got a couple of incidents. Got a couple of Laughing about a joke. So you're munted, by the way. You know, I, this, right? you know you're munted. I'm not munted. You started a fight with a cyclist. No, I started a fight with several cyclists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I asked where his mum was because he was on a bike. No, oh, look, mom? there was a group of youths, he, right? You so no, no, no. He's like, I'm going to chib you or some shit. Well, not chib. Nah. So we Shag. all went. We all went for a lovely lunch today. Uh, me, uh, your other half. Sorry, said myself twice. <laughs> <laughs> me, you, your fiance, uh, some bloke called Matty. Uh, your best Matty. <laughs> oh, I'll fucking chib you. Uh, Nelly Steele. 
Uh, we all went for lunch. We had a lovely lunch. We had a quite a boozy lunch. We had a fair bottle of wine. Some more than others. Uh, I, just because you're a fucking slow drinker. I'm no, gonna... actually, everyone had the same amount. Well, I was just drinking wine. But like by the third wine, you were drinking from the bottle. You were standing on the table. You thought it was coyote ugly. Right. You were shouting hell no H2O at the point us. <laughs> like the opposite of Adam Sandler and Waterboy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're there. We're having a fair few drinks. We come outside having a bit of banner. And there's a group of about 12 youths. And, and the thing I hate about myself is I've got to the age where I can call them youths. I used to be called a youth. Doesn't exist anymore. There were twelve youths. That's the only way to describe the man's on fucking bikes. They were shooting something as well. Oh. There was like cameras set up and oh. they were cycling by. Some of them were and they're all just sitting there. And every one like of them, video every one of them was just a fucking chairman. None of them could spell the word zoo. Like none of them mattered. Like, look, I'm not. Even sick. though it's the favorite magazine, <laughs> <laughs> all of them fucking sucked. Right, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm slightly drunk, and they're all looking at me, and I'm like, "You don't get to pretend you're better than me because you're on two wheels." So at one of them, I just shout. They were all sitting, hanging out, all these sixteen-year-olds hanging out, fucking throwing stones at each other. And I went, "Where? Where's your mum?" And one guy went, "Fucking what, can?" And I was like, "You went not to gangster in a second. Oh, right. but the thing was, he went not to gangster. Now don't get me wrong. Had they all gone not to gangster? In two seconds, I would have very seriously questioned what I just said. Yeah, but, but the clearly, rest of them off and left him. I uh, know, oh but clearly, <laughs> but clearly, I had insulted the Elliot Steele of the group. Right? <laughs> I said, "Where's I, I said, "Where's your mum?" Everyone cycled off, not paying attention. And this guy was like, "What'd you say?" And I was like, "I mean, I can take one of you." Where's your mum? He's like, "I'll fucking get you." As he cycled, how can I take you seriously if your bike has a fucking basket on the front? Do you reckon hardly Davidson members have ever walked down? denim jackets with two fucking baguettes hanging over in front being like mum likes cheese ring, shut ring, up cunt ring, ring. ding 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 get out of the way oh no guys stop stop we can't uh, rob this thing there's a red light guys red light look merger's fine but uh, three points I was quite how away. can any of us drive I was quite away behind you too and I didn't think you realised that you were me but I turned around and I'm, I'm all hoodied up because I've uh, uh, I'm, I'm rocking the deaf look with my hood up the same way as someone that's without yeah. a man. And, and you're also rocking the death look with your physique and general demeanour <laughs> by being death. shit banner and but scrawny death. as fuck. So, uh, I mean, I beg your pardon. <laughs> you look like a Dementor gave you a blowjob five minutes ago at all times. You look like you recycled the same old banter with Dementor since you were 16. <laughs> 14, actually. That was when the third book came out. Dementors were first introduced. I'll have you know, push his glasses up nose. <laughs> <laughs> rubs, rubs Mark a pen scar off forehead <laughs> That's sad because it's true yeah. so I, I had It wasn't Mark a pen though, it was lipstick Mum kissed it on <laughs> I, had, I had to measure up whether I could have beat up that 16 year old and ran before his friends found out right. um, But yeah, you were drunk and starting fights in the street I wasn't and, drunk, I was tipsy back. Look, I could drive You made a leaf angel in the leaves Because I w- it was requested was You don't get to cameras be like, on We carried on nah, walking you don't get to, We want no. miles away you don't get no. I was specifically requested. My went make a make a leaf angel, and I went yeah. And I want to make the person who's not as involved in the wedding no, as I, I am. Hold on, hold on. You're paraphrasing. And what he said is, make a leaf angel. You drunk mug. <laughs> and then you went, may I? Right. Matty doesn't have a lexicon. Lexicon. You won't understand that word. Like He's listening, by the way, just by everyone that's there. Yeah, for all of you listening now, which is all of you. This, this is a live currently. podcast. Live podcast. We'll, we'll have Matty on to defend his honour in a, uh, about twenty minutes. But until then, we've got two we'll games and one. Him. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> hi. Two <laughs> games and one person without any. <laughs> so um, back to the point at hand. I went to Boots, bought me yeah protection stuff. Like it was uh, protection. Well, protection. I can't remember the name of the shit, right? But what R- it is, and was the word protection? Yeah, uh, it's done. Block it. Yes, right. So not protection. It protects them from being blocked. No, there are blocked. So you want them unblocked. Yes. So I want them protected not... from blockage. Stop being no, but you, no, but you've already had it blocked. So Stop you don't. Being, you're drunk. Stop being so drunk. You're making a fool of us on the podcast. Fucking lightweight. Right. So you... I got the little drop. Matt, thing. you can fuck off with your finger pointing. So you get you wearing just... a cap and doors like you're fucking. The head blind version of Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, something some Dementor. <laughs> so, so, um, so you get these eardrops, right? And you put them in your ears. Mm-hmm. And then it says to block it up with some uh, moist cotton wool, 
which I had to improvise because I haven't yeah. got a cotton wool with us. So I got some tissue, blocked it up, done it in the air, right? Fucking put it in, blocked it up. You leave it like that for 25 minutes. So fucking 25 minutes, I'm just fucking playing on my switch. Time's up, and you have to get this other thing, which is like a canister, which is like an aerosol can, but it's just full of water, right? And mm. then you put the cap on, which sprays it like it comes to a fine point so it can go in your ear and mm. wash out your ear. So you put that in, give it a squelch, put it in the ear, give it a squelch, wash it out your ears. All that that's done is packed my ears with fluid. Oh, you're still deaf. Like, worse than deaf? See, well, not worse than deaf. Right. But, like, right. if, you, if it was beforehand. worse. To be fair, if you were worse than death, it would explain how many jokes of mine on this podcast you roll over fucking constantly. <laughs> yeah, you would true. finally have an excuse. See, the thing is, I also, uh, about five years ago, I had an ear blockage. Same sort of thing. Like, uh, I just knew I had a lot of earwax. So I got that thing. You put coconut oil or something in them, or almond oil, and it breaks up the thing. And then I went to the NHS, the glorious NHS, and some woman fucking. She went, I'm going to clean your ears. And they just squirt this thing. She does it very professionally, gets rid of it. When she shows you the thing, it's like the worst cup of tea you've ever seen, right? But before that, you don't realize how deaf you are until you've had your ears cleaned. Like, honestly, right? Before that, I thought my hearing was fine. I just knew that, like, I had a lot of wax. I got my ears cleaned out. She cleaned out all of them, right? I swear to God, my hearing was so good. Next time I went to one of your gigs, I could hear the audience laughing. Like, that's, that's how fine and precise it was. It was unbelievable. Uh, but to be fair... Place. Right, because... Uh, finish your thought? No, I was just ripping you. Right, so when um, I've been chatting to you guys, because when your ears are blocked, right, you can't hear the ambient noise in the place, but you can hear your own voice inside your own head. Right. So you guys have been telling us I'm too quiet, right. because I'm not compensating for like, the chit You are. the music it's, it's Normally, you have actually gone the polar opposite, because normally when you wear noise-cancelling headphones, as I've brought up on podcasts uh, before... You wearing noise-cancelling headphones is the worst thing in the world because you don't realise that it cancels out the outside world, but it doesn't cancel your voice. So we'll be standing in airports, right, and you'll just be playing Mario Kart, and we'll be waiting for our bags, and you'll just go, Oh! Blue shells! And I'm like, just just so tone it down for a fucking second. This is where you've got it wrong, right? Because you brought this up on um, the I Love You But, right? But when I'm shouting at you when I've got my noise cancelled, it's not because it's cancelling the noise, it's because it's playing sound into my ears that I'm trying to talk over the top of. Yeah. Right? But when my ears are blocked, like they are now, it cancels out all of the ambient noise, the DJs playing music, there's people chatting, I can't hear them. So I'm chatting to you as if I'm in a fucking empty room. And I'm, huh. I'm pitching my volume like huh. I'm in an empty room. But... There's yeah, actually a lot nowadays, of shit going on. In, the, in the restaurant today, we were having conversations, and every time you tried to join in with conversation, it was like playing Chinese whispers. And that was only made more offensive by the fact that you constantly do the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as well, there was, a part, there was a part because when I was talking, I was like, even though my ears are fucked, I still feel the exact same in my lungs, in my throat, in my mouth, in my chest, everything that uses to uh, project your voice. Uh, it feels, still felt the same as what I normally do. And I felt like he's all playing a tr- trick on us right. to make a shout because right. that would be a funny trick we were just like we can't hear you Kai that would be good if we were just sitting there no, being like was... Kai we can't hear you say it louder and he's like I tell you what sometimes I do love a dick up the ass why is the what? music stopped why is everyone looking at us why is me? Why is me? Tinder blew up. I do have to. So we went for lunch today. Uh, I do have. Mm. I owe a semi apology, and, and by apology, I mean an apology. I don't mean any word of. But uh, our very good friend, one of my best friends, Elliot Steele, the glorious Elliot Steele. Yeah. Uh, one of my closest friends. Dip I love. Shit. Absolute dipshit. Is annoyed by the fact on every podcast I call him a dipshit. That's why I've been doing it. Yeah. If Elliot Steele at any point wants to come on this podcast and defend the fact that he is a thick cunt. The second he comes on this podcast again, please go back and listen to the Elliot Steele podcast where he sounds thick as fuck. Uh, you bought a fidget spinner with your overdraft? That doesn't spell smart. Oh, man, honestly, I've seen Elliot Steele read a Kindle and lick his finger before he turns the page. <laughs> he is one of the dumbest men I've ever met. He also licks his finger before and after he wipes. He got a current book on his iPad. <laughs> I'm not like there was. A, I think we might have mentioned this on the other podcast, but this is Elliot Steele. Wait, because I, I do think Elliot is 
quite in- Elliot will surprise you with his intelligence, and the reason it's yeah, surprising you, you, is you because it's like knowledge about the U- USSR, yeah, or yeah, communism yeah. or something. But the reason it's surprising is it's like and... seeing a rose in the Antarctic, and you're like, oh my god, how could a flower r- grow here? And you realize someone just dropped the rose in the Antarctic as opposed to the rose grew there. That's Elliot Steele's with intelligence. Knowledge. Yeah, He's somebody drops knowledge on him, and he passes it off as his own. It's like, no, no. And Elliot, if you want to defend this at any point, please come back in the podcast and loudly shout at me that I'm thick, spelled F-H-I-C-C. <laughs> and um, he's, he's quit drinking. He's bit. quit drinking, which I respect. Yeah. I mean, I respect it in a certain way. I respect it career-wise, but as a person, I think he's a little bitch. Yeah, he's a... Uh, it's, it's actually... It's a tough world to be in the comedy world because every night is a party, really. Well, we every always gig get you go to. Like, even last night, we're in Jersey. We've got a 7 o'clock start, and then the venue manager starts off on with free gin drinks. afterwards. And, and you it just is tough to say no. You've got the adrenal buzz. You've got a gin in your hand yeah. that you didn't ask I've for. I've had so many people I've uh, hung out with who are like, you don't have to drink at your job. And I'm like, no, I actually do. The reason I drink so much during the Fringe isn't because don't get me wrong it is because all my friends are there and it's because I've got the adrenaline pump the social aspect of its part but my work for the rest of the year comes from the fact that I meet and hang out with Brett Vincent is a perfect example one of our closest friends right Brett Vincent uh, runs a bunch of festivals he's uh, he's a phenomenal agent and now don't get me wrong I know Brett thinks both you and I are very good comics but Brett also thinks that a lot of people are very good comics Probably the reason you and I get booked more is the fact that you and I are also very good to fucking drink with, right? Yeah. It's because it's like he sees you're a comic that's good on stage, but you're good drinking. If I invite you to a festival and you get drunk, you'll still be able to perform. If you're hungover, you'll still be able to perform. This idea that you don't need to drink for your job is fucking yeah. bullshit. So if you're booking someone for a festival, you don't want to waste that pass right. on someone that's going to be fucking sitting cross-legged right in the fucking pottery during oh. the day. right? You don't want to waste that pass on someone that's not going to yeah. seize the if opportunity. If you invite someone to glass... You're also not going to give that opportunity to someone that can't handle the liquor and they're going to fuck the gig up. You want someone that can do the fucking heavy medium. So like you get all the fun shit by being funny. Genuinely part of the job is you have to go out and drink. You socialize. All my friends and all the people I know and love are the people that I go out fucking drink with. That is where, apart from our agent, Marlena, I get, I would say, 50% of our work is from hanging out with people, having fun, doing gigs uh, while drinking with other comics and bookers and whatnot. But what Elliot is doing is very wise. I will give him that. It's smart because you, you can't, like, like I said last night, when we got... Put a gin put in my hand by the venue manager, and then a beer put in my hand by a member of the audience, right? And you're like, all of a sudden, you're like, fuck, now I'm obliged to have two drinks, even though I've got to go home. But if you have quit drinking, you can say, oh no, I don't drink. Aye. It's easier to do that than going, I don't fancy it. Once they've already poured it and put it in your hand, you, there's a yeah, couple say, of things. I've quit I- drinking, I'm driving, or I've got a fight in the diary. When I, when I had the boxing match in the diary, that was one thing that people actually respected, is if you're training for a fight, they go, all oh, right, cool. The only thing they were surprised with about you is the fact that you had a fight in the diary. Normally, it's just <laughs> random. <laughs> it's, like, it's just like, oh, Kai's picked his target this time, as opposed to someone who yelled near him. Yeah, he's saying no to a drink because he's yeah. having a fight when normally yeah. he has a Norm- drink in there. Normally, when you say I've got a fight in the diary, it means Sloss has a gig coming up where he knows someone from his old high school is coming. <laughs> So Either that or Natalie's on her period. <laughs> She's right there. Hi. She is right there. Hi, Natalie. The enigmatic Natalie. She's been mentioned on the podcast so much. Hi. Also, like you can't call them enigmatic anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think Natalie and Jean should do a one-off podcast. Hi. We should just hook them up with this equipment yeah. and just set them off for it. As hour. I said before, I think the podcast should be called The Men We Love and Why We Hate Them. Yeah. We should do it. Like, Natalie could talk about all the things that are shit about you... Jane could write poetry about me. Everything that's great about you. Aye. It's a fucking blank page. Aye. Short poem. <laughs> None Aye. of it rhymes. Aye. Danny's a cunt. Aye. Why am I here? <laughs> a kai who? That's what I did. You did my joke back at us. Oh, now you know how it feels, you fucking cunt. You what? 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 It's question one. It's question one. Right, should we go into our muggle corners? You yeah, f- I'm going to head a pause it while I get my phone because it's on charge. Oh, Right, we're back, Danny. Are we? Yes. So we're going to do three muggle corners? Three muggle corners. I will go first because I'm the most important. 
This is from someone on Twitter. I've not got down their name. Uh, but they say, Muggles read retail workers' badges and call them by their name. Oh, that's that- creepy. Hi. That's like some no, fucking serial ne- killer that's shit. never like. happened to me, but I can't imagine, like, let's say you're working Thank at Tesco. Thank you, Clarice. <laughs> <laughs> You've just got your little name tag, says Daniel, and you're just sitting there. And you're just going through your day-to-day fucking business. You're just trying to get through your job where you're like, I'm just serving cunts. And someone goes, hey, uh, Stephen. Sorry, Stephen with a V. Can I get uh, three bags, please? Thank you very much. That must, like, especially if you're a job that is mundane when you're working with the public, when you're just trying to fucking get through it, that must throw you out of whack so much. Because your first thought isn't, this person has seen my name tag. You're like, this person is going to kill me. Yeah, it's, it's creepy as fuck. Because it, it's like, I, I feel like the only way you would do it is if you are flirting, you know, on Baby Driver. When he uses the name tag. But even then, it's because it's got, she's got like a dude's Just, name uh, tag on. For any listeners that don't know, Baby Driver is the sequel uh, to the movie Boss Baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he loses his job. Aye. Uh, starts working for Uber. <laughs> <laughs> Not in London, though. Not anymore. Uh, apparently, they're too, they love rape too much. Is that what it is? I thought it was because well, that was the asked thing. you where you were going when 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 the uh, London Uber th- here is uh, this is again one of my ignorances when Uber in London was banned. I was like, but why? I loved Uber. Yelled this straight white man, and then I went on Facebook and Twitter, and all these women were like, yeah, Uber's fucking creepy. All these people say creepy shit to us. They drive us awkward places. No, you mention it. Uh, I had an Uber driver the first time I ever used Uber in uh, London. Uh, the dude texts us on a regular. Does he? Just random shit, just like asking how I was doing and that. And it was like, you know, when someone sometimes pops up on Facebook message and you don't know who it is. Right. And you're just like, you're like, oh, it's like some phishing scam or it's like a bot right. or some shit. But like, a- because it was the dude that dropped us off, he was just like, hi, how are you? <laughs> like, I think he's come here to make friends. Yeah, no, apparently, I think this is one of our many white. Str- uh, white straight male perspectives we were yeah. like but why because, yeah, as Uber a white is straight great male, their, their messages meant fucking like I didn't oh, feel threatened by yeah. them at all it's just like, like this is just a guy asking how I am there wasn't a part of me going fuck this dude knows where I live literally knows yeah. where you fucking oh, live shit, literally knows your house if he if he starts creeping around me who's he fucking get dragged with his car I have to get a new one I'll tell you what if he rapes me two stars because <laughs> <laughs> one star if I rape him <laughs> well, um, uh, yeah, Brown Star. No, <laughs> well, I don't know where I went. Right. Oh, I don't know why you went there. So, no. what was the model? Uh, so, if someone, co- if if you work in uh, like the working with the public, and one of the members of public uh, chooses to, yeah, they so go off your name. But that, like, it, because it, I mean, it's I, like I mean, that, the way we got on Uber was because we talked about Baby Driver. He uses it to flirt with her. The girl that he likes is working at the coffee shop. He spots her name badges, the wrong name badges, like Dave or fucking Andy, I can't mm-hmm. remember, and mentions that. The reason I do think it's funny because the second this one was sent to me, like, I am, in my head, I'm so much more of a badass than I am in real life. Like, a couple of weeks ago, I worked out that Virgin Media were charging me a bit more than my mates, right? I haven't updated in a while. I also don't need the movies anymore. I'm on the road, right? So what I want to do is I want to phone up and be like, hey, I want uh, I want my internet put up to the speed that everyone around me is going. I also want my movies taken down, but I want the same price. I also want a bit of a discount because I know what everyone else is getting. That is the fucking mantra I go in with, right? The second the person on the other line says their name, is like, Hi, my name's Brian. I'm like, oh, Brian's got kids. <laughs> I just, I can't be... Don't humanize oh, yourself. The second the face they, of a corporation. This, like, I'm ready to shout at Virgin. Right? I'm like, listen, you Virgin fucks. I know you've got all this money in the world. You can afford planes. You can afford fucking rocket ships. How fucking dare you Why charge you? me an extra £10 a fucking month for movies I watch once when I'm hungover? And the second goes, hi, it's Brian at Virgin. I'm like... Look, Brian, the thing is... I know it's not you. <laughs> Look, Brian, like, that's why I do think naming yourself is such an important thing in that business, but I, I wouldn't, like, but the second they do normally, the, I would only name them, I'll be like, you know what, Brian, you have, they always calm me down. The second it's humanized, I'll be like, 
Oh, Brian, I just think my tale's a bit shit. Is it shit? Give me some perspective. Also, how are the kids? How's Lucy? I've not been on your Facebook. What are you talking about? I don't know your second <laughs> name. Like, what? As if I could go on Facebook, type in the name Brian, type in Occupation Virgin Media thing, and work out where you live. While we're on the phone. Yeah, while we're on the phone. As if I would do that. What is the weather like in Wolverhampton? <laughs> <laughs> so, I used to wear a name tag. Did you? Yeah. On your first couple of days with Natalie. Yeah, just day to day stuff. That was when I was a lifeguard. Oh, you did it with, uh, first couple of times. The first I would rescue people and jump in and go, so my name's Kai. <laughs> I remember the uh, the first two tours you went out with me, you went out with a big name tag just saying, I'm Kai. For support. Aye. Hey, um, during the fringe, I wish people would wear name tags because sometimes I forget the names of people I've known for years. It's just because there's social overload. If Are you telling me you forgot the name Linda? Linda! <laughs> Linda! So, sometimes, like, you'll be, um, you'll be talking to someone that you've gigged with a bunch and you know you have, and you're at the fringe and you're a bit drunk and you're like, fuck, where are... My, my trick was to um, go, oh, so what venue are you playing? Oh, Pleasance. What time? 7.45. Go to the bathroom and then Google what the list is and find them. Yeah. Do you know what I did at Barry one of the first times? Barry Casanola. Barry Casanola, one of my fucking closest mates, right? So I'd met him a few times like that, right? Where I'd met him far too many times to not know his name, right? And I knew who Barry Casanola was at this point. He wasn't one of my closest friends at the time, but I knew who Barry Casanola, the enigma. But to be fair, you also can't call them out anymore. (laughs) So I'm playing football, (laughs) comedians versus critics, and um, and to you that was a one versus two hundred people game. That must have been difficult. Like, that must have been real difficult. Oh, do you know in that game, I scored the perfect hat-trick, left foot, right foot, header. We won 4-3. No, right. oh, no right. perfect hat-trick, perfect hat-trick, left foot, right foot, header, and open goal for me didn't pass at any point. <laughs> Who, I didn't? Yeah. We won 4-3, I scored all of them. No, I didn't score all of them. Just one, yeah, one, Chris yeah, Martin. yeah, Chris so Martin it could have been 5-3. Chris Martin scored the winner. <laughs> <laughs> it was a screamer from 40 yards, but no, nobody wrote about that. Right, um, so the, the, the um, Fest magazine put... Comedian star player Kai Humphreys puts the critics to the sword. I use it as a quote on my poster. Right. Well, to be fair, anyone, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, I don't think there is anyone that works for the List or Three Weeks magazine. Uh, but look, uh, suicide is a genuinely serious problem amongst uh, males, especially in the UK. There's a higher rate. Things about 30% more males commit suicide than females in the UK. But if you work for the List or Three Weeks, do just do it. <laughs> literally just like do it like you are not worth anything uh but also that's the one advantage i find to having a girlfriend i find very few advantages having a girlfriend but one of them is whenever i meet people i've met a thousand times before i just go oh sorry this is my girlfriend whoever and they go oh sorry hey whatever my girlfriend's name is and i get to learn people's name yeah Nat- that's how i learned your name natalie's i went pulling a file natalie this is my boyfriend kai <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, playing football against the critics, right? Do you know Late Night Gimp Fight? No. The, Do the, some of the, sing one of the songs. You know you're a paedophile. Oh, that's one of the songs. <laughs> <laughs> so, Late Night Gimp Fight, the boys from uh, Late Night Gimp Fight were playing. And um, what do you call the one that looks like Barry? Oh, uh, Lee. 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 Yeah. So Lee was playing, right? And I, I didn't know Lee's name at the time, right? So I fucking guys up with Lee, and I guys, uh, remind me your name again, because I just know you as one of the gimps. It's like, <laughs> it's, like it's Barry? It's like, oh, cool. I was like, oh, fuck, that's Barry Casanova. But to be fair, Barry is one of the gimps. Like, <laughs> he, he took it. He took it. He didn't flinch. <laughs> he like, sounds, sounds about right. <laughs> imagine, imagine that's how I'm known. <laughs> So you agree with this one then? If you like calling you call so, someone, by the name, I think it's sure. it's your it's it's a weird hierarchy thing. Like you are someone turning up to their job and you see their name tag and you're like, you know what? I'm actually pretty cooler than all these other. Like it's like going, you must be bored of everyone just walking past you and not knowing your name. I'm gonna stand out and say your name, and the person on the other side of the counter is like, no, no, no. I like the people that just fuck off. Those are my favourite people because those are the people that mean my shift is over quicker. And they're like, actually, Clarissa, I do like your dyed blonde hair. Muggle cunt. You know, my taxi driver was wearing a name tag the other day and I kept calling him Det. 
He's called Ted, but I saw it in the mirror. <laughs> I just thought because you see dead everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. In the rearview mirror, I do. <laughs> I see my dad. Um, What's your one? So, the name tag thing. Right, yeah. I used to wear a name tag when I was a lifeguard if anyone called us by it. Why do you, why do you wear a name tag as a lifeguard? Like, who's drowning? It goes... Oh, not Kai. <laughs> like, Kai. Like, the yeah. fish of the week. Graham. Graham. Yeah. I'm getting mouth to mouth. No, where's... Where's Jean? Not Jean. That's Jean. an awful... That's an awful... Oh, oh Freudian. Where's... Where's... Freudian. Do you reckon Jean's my mum? Is that why it's Freudian? No, that's Oedipus. Freudian's like a slip, like uh, what's really on your mind comes Oh, uh, Oh, gross. That's grosser. Let that hang there. Right, so my muggle corner is um, graffiti. Like, not street art. There's a big leap between random day-to-day graffiti. All right, Banksy, if you're art, listening, right? you fucking muggle. Right. Anyone that's popping out fucking art, like most of graffiti in Brighton is banging, right? Most of it's right. in the South, the South Bank in right. London, right? right? You've got like some that is legit a art. It's most, making the street better. Most you know, of the graffiti Denise, in Brighton I love spot. you on the Black Bridge. Uh, yeah, most of the graffiti in Brighton is spot on, but most of the graffiti in Poland is just oh. racist. Oh <laughs> like my it's God. Just, people, I don't know how you can spell a symbol backwards, but somehow people have fucked up the swastika. I'm not even <laughs> a, I'm not even a fan of the Nazis. I think if any Korean saint. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I'll be honest with you, Kai. I know this is controversial. Personally, me, not a fan of the Nazis. I know I've gone for the look. But the amount of times in Poland you see backward swastikas and it's like, do you want like is do you want the Holocaust to go the other way around? <laughs> like is this like when you blow a fan from the other side? <laughs> like you want all of the Jews and the disabled to kill the Germans because that's still wrong. It's still, <laughs> still wrong. wrong. It's still like, my, I mean, pro- my problem. I mean, we'd probably let it happen for a bit before we intervened. <laughs> yeah, just to see. No, look, my problem wasn't who was being murdered. It was the amount of murdering being done. I, 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 I so basically, you're saying. No, I'm saying like any graffiti. Have you just, never? Like, name. I refuse to believe uh, that you, the scummiest person I know, have never written Kai for someone in a tree or on a wall. Perhaps in school, I used to... Wait, I picked up a spray paint once when I was like 17. You say that as if like, oh, we'd finished sniffing it, and then I thought, why not do some art? I was... Um, yeah, and then uh, you sneezed. I went, I went into the, um, the car shop on Broadway Circle. I forget what it's called now. Ken, Ken's Auto Parts. <laughs> Big shout out Our new sponsors Actually that's, uh, It's down the way Ken's Auto Parts uh, So I went in there And I got a spray paint As if I was like A 17 year old With a new micro or something And I went around And uh, started drawing glasses And stuff Thinking that's going to be Me calling car Make a pair of glasses <laughs> How ginger are you ginger. That you <laughs> That you think Specky calling cards Like Oh do you know Who's been here It's not like When Batman Or sorry Commissioner Gordon Fires the bat symbol Up in the air It's just like Oh Oh no, oh, there's criminals on the street. Can we bring a ginger along to get beaten up instead? Uh, Specky guy on the loose. <laughs> yeah, I, I, would, like, I, I did that. Like, I spent a day or two with a couple of my mates just spray painting glasses on stuff, which is muggly. Right? Mm. I was like a misguided youth, right? But like, whenever I see just like that level of graffiti where someone's just done it for the sake of doing it, that's some muggle shit. It is. It's like... What are you doing? I don't the only thing I ever remember uh, vandalizing in my life is like I I used when I was younger I used to draw uh, like just I uh, like sketch and stuff and in my own head this is how not terrified of my parents I was I was never scared of my parents but my parents were you know strict so they were good people. I remember when I was like seven years old <laughs> drawing going under my desk and just writing the word fuck under the table, right? That was it. I was just like, yeah, rebel. In your own right. house? In my own house, in my own room, under my own table, writing fuck on the underside of a table. Cut to 10 years later, right, when I'm moving out and they're moving that table out and my mum turns it over and she goes, who wrote fuck on the other side of this table? <laughs> You're there, this sheepish and I'm like, oh, must have been Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. I think some mug, I think, like, yeah, if it's street art, it's very good, but I do think that's like, if you've got a tag. 
I think anything other than street art, and there's so like, much. Like, what of it. are you? Especially to- if you're on a train. Are right, you, you the Dreamcast the version of the Tony Hawk's game? And that's why you're. If not, you're a fucking muggle. Yeah. You don't have a tag. Nobody gives a shit. No, unless it's a pair of glasses, which is actually quite cool. B- become an adult, right? Where your tag is the emotional damage you leave on other human beings. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, graffiti people's souls with your shit. <laughs> I make them feel worse about themselves. Right, we've got time for one more each. Okay. Uh, okay, so I'll save my other one. This is this is a repeat, but I do feel like it's worth bringing back up because it is from our friend, uh, Tom, at Hot Dub Time Machine. Oh, yeah. Hi, so if Tom. nobody knows uh, to Hot Dub Time Machine, it's one of... Uh, one of the it's greatest an institution nights. at the Fringe. Oh, it's one of the greatest nights I've ever had. It's about, uh, probably about... Seven or eight years ago, I might get that uh, wrong. In brief, it starts at the 60s, right? So when you walk through the door... Sorry, you get it, your starts, put off. It's, sorry it's, it's, it starts it's at a club. It's, it's like 60s music, like the scene from Pulp Fiction where Uma Thurman and John Travolta are getting loose, right? Mm-hmm. That's the type of music, yeah, getting there. And then they'll bang 60s music, and every track that comes on is more recent than the last until they hit the 70s. And then they do like a new year, like ball so drops. It's a new time year, machine like of music. music. It's the best bits of Eventually, all generations. Cut free in the morning... The, they've done Fresh Prince of Bel Air. They've done like all the nineties in the the start doing the uh, modern shit. Yeah, at one thirty a.m., you're crying to Mr. Brightside by the Killers, right? Uh, when at, you're in the noughties. Yeah, at ten, you're like, oh, I mean, I know some of the Beatles stuff, so I'll have a little bit of a jig. So during the sixties and seventies, you're getting a lot of drinks. By one a.m., you are absolutely fucking cunted, and you're just like, you see, when Mr. Brightside comes on, I don't think ah. Uh, Coming out of my cage, it's the greatest. In the eighties as well, the like fucking ninety nine red balloons will come on and they'll just drop fucking drop balloons from the ceiling and shit. It, it uh, is without a doubt one of the greatest nights you will ever have. If you want to go on it, Facebook, you can see a short five minute documentary that me and Gareth Ward did when we did the biggest one they did. They'd gone from a hundred and sixty seat room at Gilded Balloon onto a seven thousand uh, standing room in Edinburgh two nights in a row. Uh, so this is a guy, Tom Lines. Uh, one of the, he's, he's just the loveliest man that's ever existed. And this has happened before, but this is his suggestion. He says, Muggles request songs from DJs. Oh my God, this is one of my favourite ones. This and it's my, one of the first ones. This is one of my example pieces when I'm describing what a muggle is. And it's, it's, it, it's proof that it doesn't come from a bad place. But Jesus Christ, how plain do you have to be? There is a professional man or woman. On stage, they have dedicated most of their lives to working out to spin discs, to Read the sh- room. shimmy, to work out with, uh, you know DJ terms. <laughs> <laughs> shimmy, shimmy, S- swizzle stick. I uh, just it, swizzle you know, stick on the ball. Smooch the cool oh, man. They know the exact point to bring down the disco ball. These DJs, they know ex- the exact point. They're very well. They know when you're dropping ease. Yeah. But so, to go up to them midway through their set that they've worked out probably for a week and been like. Do you have anything by DJ Tiesco? Yeah, I've got a fucking uh, rape claim. It, it's, all, <laughs> it's always like, uh, like, hey, God, uh, show me the way to Amarillo. It's like, it's, it's like someone... But the Peter K version, not the original. I want the Peter K version. It's like someone coming to your gig and go, do one about the Englishman, Irishman, and Scotsman. And you're like, I've had that, though. I had a gig two years ago in Edinburgh. right? When I'm, when I'm doing the show about my dead sister, right, who, spoiler alert, pretty dead. Yep. Right. If you're not seeing the show, she's dead. But halfway into that fucking bit where I'm going into that fucking deep personal shit, someone goes, "Do the gay penguins joke?" I did a request from 2013. Did a fucking request from back when I used to like my audience. Mm. Way to make your audience. Hi. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. When people request a song with a DJ, though, that. It's just so intrusive. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, have you ever gone on the bus? Have you ever gone on the bus and requested a stop? Yeah, could you drop? Like, so could you drop me off of mine, please? No, that, was, that was one of my true lies. That's what last week. Yes, yeah, so, uh, it's also like it, it's in the same vein because one of the other examples I was going to give, and I was going to be like, "Oh no, people do this," but, it's, but people go into restaurants and they go, "Can I have this, but without this?" I'm one of the pickiest eaters you know. You'll admit that. Yeah. But whenever I order food, I'll never order it without the stuff on it. It makes because, sense of sauce. Because it's my job. Like, if I don't like something, you make the thing. You have a fucking job. You've got 70 people to serve. I'm not going to make you fucking 
change your fucking recipe. If I don't like pickles, you make the thing with pickles. I'll pick the pickles off and I'll live. See people that go in there and they're like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to call you pickle. I know that makes a sense. What did you just call me? <laughs> call me pickle. The amount of times people go in and be like, oh, sorry, can I get the vegetarian pizza, but instead of beef... Sorry, beef. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, instead of... The, I'll have an extra slice of bun. Oh, yeah, sorry. Can I just get it topped? Instead of the base, can I just have a salad? And instead of uh, the pepperoni, can I just get goat's cheese? It's like, so you want a salad? No, no, no. I want it to be charged as the... Like, if you're in a restaurant, people have told you what they are serving, right? Hey, They've told you what they're serving. If none of that fits you, you don't get to change the restaurant to your taste. You can order the thing that closely resembles the thing you like, pick the shit off it. You don't get to walk in there as if you run the fucking restaurant being like, nah, 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 boys, today we're gluten-free. I've got a dietary condition. If you've got a dietary condition, that must suck. Everything Make on you- that menu was gluten-free today. Oh, it to was. To the point I was just going to be awkward. Can I have the sticky toffee pudding with gluten? Right. Can, can you just spaff a bunch of gluten? I'll be honest with you, sir. It's not going to show me tolerance. I don't know what gluten is, but could you just spaff a bunch on the top of it? All the gluten. I think requesting songs oh. is just like don't get, we all have favorite songs, no. right? Yours is Yellow Submarine. <laughs> it's your favorite sure. song, man. It's your favorite song. Every time we're in a car, the radio's not working. You go through tunnels and stuff. You get a bit scared by the dark, right? It's my go-to happy song. He's got a happy song. Like we all live. And I, I hear, I look, and it annoys me. We about, all live in a mugged submarine. A mugged submarine. I wish I was <laughs> dead. I wish I was dead. <laughs> Right, um, I, I uh, bookmarked the thought before when you were talking about replacing bits on your food. Mm. Right, I think mixed grill is the best meal you can possibly have. Right, because anything, can't call them that anymore. Anything, <laughs> anything you say that's not a mixed grill, you can turn it into a mixed grill by saying, "Would you swap that with that?" Right, watch. So you say your best meal is a Sunday roast, right? A Christmas dinner. Christmas dinner is my favourite meal, right? All right. Like, all right. Okay. Let me. All right. I'll, I'll swap do, the sprouts I'll do, no, for no, sausages. I'll do, do this. Sorry. Can I have a Christmas roast, but without my auntie there? <laughs> Cancel the auntie. Hold the yeah, auntie. Hold the auntie. Don't hold, hold her too close. She's uh-huh. fucking frivolous. Tons of extra uncle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He needs extra. He's five foot six. Yeah, but you could do that with, with a Christmas dinner, right? You go, oh, instead of turnips, do you want bacon? Fucking <laughs> yes. 100% bacon instead of turnips. Are you kidding us? All right. Um, I know you like uh, uh, roast potatoes, but what about uh, ch- chicken breast? <laughs> I do the same with sex sometimes. I'm like, can we have anal but without the attitude? <laughs> without, the, without the 15 minutes of deliberation. <laughs> Look, it's going to happen. Right, so right. We, we know that one's in. That, one's that was been, nice to hear that from a DJ's... Uh, from a DJ. From a so DJ's it's nice to know... I've always said that from the outside looking in, yeah. but from someone It's nice to have a genuine... And a big shout out to uh, Tom Lounge from uh, Hot Dub Time Machine, if you ever get the chance. And also, I mean, literally anywhere in the world, they fucking tour, so go see that show. If you don't enjoy it, stop listening to the podcast. You mean nothing to me. Right, I'm going to go in with this one. Muggles start getting on the train or getting on the tube before anyone's even tried to get off. Oh, I'm in the corner. Oh, get in the corner. You noob. What a noob. I'm in the I corner. I spotted so many times a day because there's a busy tube today and the door's opened and there's just a ton of people there just instantly getting on and everyone that's trying to get off can. Well, if you let me off, there's room for you. Aye. Just but from the mug... From the, from the, did you just knock over a muggle tome as well? It says... Work like you don't need the money. Love like you've never been hurt. Dance like nobody's watching. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. I proposed to a muggle. <laughs> <laughs> we are in Kai's fiance's flat, and he just knocked over that muggle tome. Jesus That is like the longer version of Love, Laugh, Live. Just with a thesaurus. Oh, it's not your... Whose is it? It's Yolo carved into wood. I'm sorry, Natalie, from over there, correct me if I'm wrong, do you or do you not have a light box that says the word muggle box on it? Uh, There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Light box being one of them boxes that you put the letters on and you can write like, Wine is for Tuesdays. No, oh, no, it's just it's 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 a you know how you get Coke and Diet Coke. It's like Xbox and t- <laughs> like Light Box. Box. Okay, okay, okay. Fuck you! Okay. Don't roll over that. Fuck nah. you! You know what? Nah, nah, nah. You don't get to put Greg's on a decent. That was a fucking riff. That was you didn't see a cut. You know what? 
Oh, Matty uh, just put in a buzzer. Yeah, and also, Matty, that was Matty's way of telling us he's not coming on the podcast later. You buzz Matty in now? No, no, let's finish it. we got one more Muggle thing corner to do. Let's so discuss the, no, that was it. That was the people getting on the train when people haven't got In defence of Muggles, because I am one of them, like one of the ones. Like my, it's basic science. My, my priority is not you. I don't give a fuck if you get on the, I don't care if you go to the next stop. I want to get to the next stop. It's so dumb. It's it's not muggly, actually. It's stupid. It is fucking stupid, manupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? S T U P I D. No, don't spell it. Just say it again. M. No, no. Just say it. U P I D. I'm just stupid, manupid. Right. Okay. That's what I thought you said. Like, what? What are you? Right. Doors open. Right. There's people coming off. You're going on. All right. It's easier to take something out to put something in, right? So you've got a cup full of water over there, right? You want to mm. make a cup of tea in it. Guess what? Don't make the cup of tea on top of the water that's already in it. So what you're saying... No, no, hold on, hold on. I can fuck you with science here. So what you're saying is when you pour out a glass of water, no air goes in before all the water comes out. Yeah, the air out. goes in. That's the space you fill with your body when you get... Oh, I so, uh, but, there's still water, but there's still fucking but water so in there. There's still, there's still fucking water in there. No. Yes! Right, let's do this again so that you can if tell you pour the stupid one more time. I, I, I'm willing to go through this again so you can do an action replay. You've been a dumbass, right? So I've got a glass of water that I want to make a cup of tea in. It's actually a cup of water. I don't make tea in glass. I'm not a hipster. Right, so I get my cup of water. I've got A, option one, pour the water out, make the cup of tea in the empty glass, which, granted, is full of air, which I'm going to fill with fucking tea, right? Or start making the cup of tea on top of the water that's in right. the cup. But you're saying and then it's all spilling out and everyone's. But what you're saying together. is when you pour out the tea, nowhere replaces that. It's just nowhere. When you pour the tea out, when no, you pour the water I'm that was in the glass, out. nowhere replaces where the tea came out. That's what you're saying. What do you mean I'm not I'm not pouring tea out of So you're filling out, up a tea glass tea. with shit. Right. Let's right. We we all want you to be stupid. Three one more time. This is for the third time, Daniel, please be stupid again. Right? I've got a cup of water. Right. Water. Right. I'm not pouring tea out. Right. I'm pouring water out. Right. Right. And I'm gonna make a cup of tea in the empty cup, which is full of air that I'm gonna displace with tea. Right. right? Make a cup of tea. Nom nom nom, lovely cup of tea. Or I'm gonna leave the water in the cup. And I'm going to pour the tea bag, the boiling water, the milk and the sugar on top of the water and just let it all overflow all over the fucking kitchen sink, right? I don't make my tea in the kitchen but sink, but for that, that particular <laughs> experiment, I will because I don't want to make a mess. Because I know it's going to happen in advance because I've got four so things unlike the mugging no, no, but, on the tube. But what, you're saying is, but what you're saying is when you pour something into something, nothing else is displaced. No, that's not what I'm saying. That's pretty much what you're saying. It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the water is displaced. It fucking starts spilling over. It starts making a mess, right? So you pour that out. So you want to scoop the tea out and then pour so the water. That's scooping shit. Right. If you put something in, no, something is displaced. Don't be stupid for the for a fourth time. Man, all the science. Look, that scientist, that right. glorious scientist. Come sci- in the kitchen with me. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Here right. We go. So this is a cup. Right. No, but there's got to be something in it because it's no, a full it's, train. No, it's a full thing. train. You're saying it's a no, full no, no, train. No, 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 look. This is the, I'm going to do it again. This is, this is just the example I'm giving, right? Right, so that's a full train. That's a cup of water. Right. Right, I want to make a cup of tea in this cup. Right. I've got two options, right? I can start making the cup of tea with this full cup of water. Right. right. Kettle's boiled. Tea bag's there. Sugar's there. I can start making this cup of tea in that full cup. Yeah. Or, option B, I can let the fucking passengers off the train have an empty fucking cup. Yes, it's full of air, Daniel. Yes, look, I can breathe it and I live. I mean, that is right? actually a good point. All and right. I can make the cup of tea in that. All right, that's a fair point. Right. Now that I, now that I saw the example. <laughs> right, let's sit back down. Let's get Matty in so you can look smart again. <laughs> right, so do you agree those muggles are in Muggle Corner? I mean, I am one of those muggles, but yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't give a shit who's getting off a train. My priority is me on that train. I will fully admit it's muggly. But I will fully admit that yes, I'm absolutely in a micro corner. <laughs> can we pause it for a second before we bring Matty on? I do so need you can have a breather. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of muggles, uh, we have uh, so we've got Matthew Canning, who we've mentioned several times on this podcast. Number one best man. For those of you that don't know, uh, Matthew Canning is the backup for if something horrible or traumatic happens to me on the day of Kai's wedding. Uh, Matt is going to prepare a backup. <laughs> he is uh, the... Just Essentially, I'm the best man who doesn't get... Who isn't paid. Uh, are you not... I'm sorry. Are you not being paid for your best man speech? 
Because I'm being paid for mine. Are you not being paid for yours? Is he making a speech? Pa- <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So paid with love. <laughs> I'm kind. So then, sort of, I've got two very different worlds. I've got my Blythe world that I came from, where I come up from, and uh, my home, which uh, is my homie. And then I've got my uh, comedy circuit world, which uh, Danny is the, the, the boss the, of. The boss of. So he's uh, the, the, the bit They've got a, um, they've got a like a group each that they've got to orchestrate. Now we've given Matty one mic, and me and Cream are going to share one because it, it could get very overwhelming if we've got it. But um, we're just going to we're just going to grill him a little bit, I think. All right, because Matty, to be fair, like you look, uh, we get, I give you a hard time in the podcast, you give me a hard time in real life, but you and I are friends. There's we been a few things that have been mentioned, right. which are. But Dubious. to be fair, on this podcast, because you've never had room to defend yourself, it's been very much me or Kai ripping you. When you've not had time, to, we thought it would be fair if we gave you this chance to defend yourself. That would be fair. So, why have you lost so many houses to women? <laughs> <laughs> Through kindness. Uh, very much a feminist. I kill him with kindness. <laughs> very much a feminist. <laughs> I'm going to fire at you a couple of, couple of things that have happened with me and you in the past. Go on then, go ahead. Bear in mind your fiancé's in the room. Yep. My fiancé? <laughs> Where? <laughs> <laughs> um, the first one is, uh, remember when me and you lived together? I do remember that. Yeah, good had, times, uh, good times. We lived in Ashton. Yeah. Um, we had better times when me and Kyle lived There's together. one time actually, I, this, this happened, I was up hanging out with you in Edinburgh. Not Best that. time of your life, I think you said, Kyle, actually, but in, uh, whatever. It was a group of Yeah. In hindsight, I call it my glory days. I call it my glory days because uh, with you as a backdrop, everything in my life was glorious. <laughs> right, so, Daniel, I'll tell you this and then I'll let Matty defend it because I don't know. You have heard this story because it was happening while I was with you, right? Um, Remember that while he was with me? Matty so got a. While he was with me, he thinks we're partners. Matty got a. He described you in that way. Oh, God, I know this. What story's going to tell us? <laughs> Matty got a girl back to the flat, right? Legend! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, get that in early because <laughs> right. It gets uh, worse. This is the thing. He took the girl into my room because, 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 because. Matty just had a mattress on the floor in his room. <laughs> yeah, not so much a legend there. Uh, he was oh shit. He was living like Eminem before Eminem was famous. <laughs> right, so. My, uh, Daniel just sp- spilled my wine, so now he's going to tidy that up. Um, I was going for the feng shui look in in the spare bedroom. It was very feng shui, wasn't it? It was very feng shui. Uh, yeah. Some mattress and some some tissues. <laughs> <laughs> but crying. Yeah, it was either the feng shui or train spotting one. <laughs> <laughs> so um, oh, I love that Natalie's coming to top my wine back up. It's not about the spillage; it's about the empty glass, right? And um, so he, he got the girl into my room. Right, thank you, Natalie. So, I'm going to leave that bit there, right? Fast forward to me getting home. I didn't know that this had happened with Matty, right? So, when I get home, um, my bed is made. And this was alarm bells for me because when I was single, I did not make me fucking bed, right? It was just a, it was just a bit of a shit tip, right? But my bed is pristine. Hospital corners, the works, right? And what had happened in between Matty getting this girl home and me coming home to my bed being made, right, was Matty got the girl into my bed. She done that whole, oh, I don't usually do this. This is my vibe. And instead of Matty just going, oh, that's cool. I'm going to see you again sometime, I'm sure. Let's just cuddle. We'll have breakfast in the morning. We'll have a chat. And just be a gentleman about the fact that she's decided not to have sex, right? Could have done that. Matty Matty the feminist. Matty the feminist, right? (laughs) Matty's like, oh, but I could have been getting laid elsewhere. And then just text another bird, right? Left here in my bed. I mean, legend. (laughs) And then fucking drove. I think it was his ex's house or something, maybe. I don't know. Right, drove to this other girl's house, right? And spent the time with her. Just left a stranger in my bed. And this poor girl, right? Instead of just fucking robbing the joint or wrecking it or leaving a fucking spray paint graffiti on the wall, right? Just made me bed. I mean, to be fair, that is a story I thought you thought would make Matty come across bad, but player. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, she tidied your place. Uh, <laughs> don't pull any uh, like chabs or anything like that. You know? right. If you want to comment on Matty's actions, just go to, he's on Twitter, he's on a, at Matty the Feminist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't really um, sort of stick with my actions there, apart from the fact that, that it was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was telling you, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I mean... Okay, okay. Uh, 
that one. We got that. One. We got that. One. That was a so that weird. was maybe a little uh, more of a legend. Yeah. Let's get it a little bit harder. Oh God. Can I request a story? No, no, don't ever that tell one that not one on the podcast. Yet. No, 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 right. no, 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 the one I request is the finger story. The finger story? Oh, that's uh, worse. Oh, that's worse. worse. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is a bit of a dog act. Right, I'm gonna this do is a bit of a dog act. I'm going to do the both, but I think that's the topper. Oh, I, I think that's the topper. Yeah. Right, I'm going to tell that one last. Right, okay. I'm going to quickly... Um, I'm going to quickly... Um, Go over Matty's threesome etiquette. Right, one time, me and Matty, single boys, 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 boys. Boys, boys, boys. I had a threesome. <laughs> I had a threesome, right? Matty couldn't get a hard on. Just for the listeners, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely lady, back at the hotel. Put out a bit of Wu-Tang. Put a bit of Wu-Tang. Put it, racked up a couple of lines of Meow Meow. Like, I'm not lying. <laughs> we put on Wu-Tang and racked up Meow Meow. Yeah. Oh, Just so you know. I honestly thought that we put it this <laughs> No, no, no. Not a bit. Racked up meow meow. Put on Wu-Tang. Just so everyone on the podcast knows, I've got nothing to do with this. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. So Matt, Matt, you couldn't get a boner. <laughs> you blamed it on the meow meow. <laughs> yeah, as science does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I put it down to stage fright because he was scared because I was there. <laughs> yeah, because you're so big. And also because you'd made a stage. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... I was a good boy. I went for a shower. So I'm having a shower, having a little sing-along. Just, just, I really, I, I will not interrupt at any point during the story anymore. You're doing I, it now? No, <laughs> but, I, but this is the last one. I just want to let listeners know, because the listeners are on my side, where this is the worst story. Oh, it's horrendous. Oh, it's depraved. No, no, yeah. no, but, but oh, I've got worse. So These are the ones I'm telling. I know, right? <laughs> but I just want the listeners to know that not even the parties involved condone the actions of what are about. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> right. I mean, so, however, it's fair to say it was now our final six hours, was it? Six hours. Six hours. I fucking six hours. It took you to get a hold on. <laughs> Weird thing is, I got a hold on when she left. <laughs> hey, can I just say it was a great day? It was a fantastic day. It was day. a great day. Not for humanity. No. Right. So I went out the room, so into the bathroom in the hotel, so Mike could try and sort himself out. And when I come back, sure enough, he had. And he's, well, um, thumbed in a softie. He's thumbed in a softie. <laughs> he was perpendicular to the lovely lady. Uh, right. It was like pushing a marshmallow through a keyhole. <laughs> <laughs> so he is, she's lying flat. He's lying, like, he's on his knees. So upright between our legs, right? And I come in, and with a little bit of distance between me and Matthew. One thing I would say is, yeah, I've got my hand on the headboard. <laughs> sure. Right, he's got his hand on the headboard, right? Full purchase. And then I come in, and he takes his hand off the handboard, and he gets to the back of my legs. Sorry, you have to hear this, Natalie. So, so sorry. Still marry me. <laughs> Do I not get an apology? <laughs> sorry to everyone listening. Everyone listening to this. Why are you apology. still listening? <laughs> right. So I go, torso apart. I'm getting a blowjob. He's having sex. We are a torso apart. The fact that you refer to the woman as a torso is not strong. <laughs> no, we are. I'm just talking about the distance apart from each other, right? We are... From hips to shoulders apart. <laughs> hips to shoulders. We've got a whole each. We don't need to touch each other. <laughs> With a whole each? We're facing the same way. <laughs> this is acceptable. No, it's factual though. Uh, that doesn't make it acceptable. <laughs> right. Can I just say it is acceptable because she was having a fantastic time. Yeah, well. Oh, she so was I uh, having a fun time. So I'm trying to fold up. Fold this up. is where this is where I fucking put my hand down, and this is where I say I'm a feminist, right? It's the fact that it's the fact that right. You think this is unacceptable because it's one girl with two guys, right? You're like, oh my god, oh, right. If this was a guy with two girls, you'd be like, oh, that's a fucking dude. What a guy, right? But you can't just say that girl's getting his. Oh no, I reckon any girl that gets around both ways is good for her, but I'm, all I'm saying is any girl that gets around both ways from you two. Oh, no. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying is. Right, so let's paint this picture real quick again. Torso apart, facing the same direction. I've got the headboard now. Matty's hand firmly claps on my shoulder. My shoulder. And starts using me for leverage, Daniel. Starts using me for. Tell me that's not wrong. I don't know what opinion you want me to have. <laughs> I mean, in my defence, I kind of lost my balance. <laughs> <laughs> you had a couple of drinks. 
And we know what he's like after a couple of drinks. <laughs> couple of drinks, couple of lines. Uh, lost my headboard. <laughs> you know, if a man loses his headboard, you know what it's like. Go find a new one. <laughs> Which happened to be your shoulder. <laughs> Matty, <coughs> I don't know if you know the physics of the situation, right? But you using me for leverage was pulling me in your direction. So I had to fight against the pull. To not end up making a triangle with you, just my shoulders into your chest. Yeah, solid like, workout. Just head to head, cheek to cheek. So what you're saying is you don't hug during threesomes. <laughs> not him. <laughs> but me. I mean, you'd never, you'd never. Not least that's. Answers no. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. Fair enough. In hindsight, there might have been an error of judgment, but there's been people who have been on my side for this. Who said you pinched my headboard? <laughs> Get them on the phone. I call you bluff. <laughs> I pinched your headboard. It's a euphemism. Because <laughs> <laughs> I heard halfway through he was about to come, and then you pinched his headboard, and he was fine. <laughs> I thought you had stronger shoulders. <laughs> I mean, you were carrying us all threesome, so. <laughs> Um, Should we move on to these dad jokes? Oh yeah, we're running out of time, aren't we? Uh, we'll have to get back on again because I've got more where that came from. Alright, look, if you, enjo- <laughs> if you, if you enjoyed uh, Matty in the podcast, you can't tweet him because he's private because he's scared. <laughs> <laughs> but you can let us know whether you enjoyed Matty on the podcast and if we get enough responses, we'll absolutely have him back on. But I will, as Matty, you know me very well, I never want to give you compliments. No, you don't. I never Ever. do. Love but hate. you are genuinely... A funny person, which is why we haven't cut you out of the your dad jokes. We reckon you're fully capable of doing ten dad jokes you each. Got ten solid ones, I think. All right. So in that case, I'll let Kai go. For, we'll go from Kai to me to you. We'll do a run up. Matty, your dad starts an awkward fifty deep WhatsApp group to say hi, guys. New number. <laughs> uh, Kai, your dad dabs after he's finished the stars. <laughs> Danny, your dad, your dad tells people that he, then he plays the banjo, and when they ask him to improve it, he pulls out his dicks and starts wanking. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Matty, your dad still wears his wedding dress for day-to-day stuff like washing the car. <laughs> Matty, your dad's back is the entire works of Shakespeare done in Braille. Guy, <laughs> your dad told the jury it wasn't possible for him to commit rape. Because he can't pronounce his R's. <laughs> Whip. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad, Danny, this is for you. Your dad started an online petition to make it compulsory for women to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Oh yeah, well, once, Kai, I was in a restaurant with your dad and a table was uneven and before I managed to fold up a coaster to fix the gap, he just stuck his tongue under the chair like it went, <laughs> well, well, Danny, your dad uses a hairdryer on his cock before sex and calls it, calls it a warm welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get a hard on though? <laughs> well, your dad, Matty, your dad wears his glasses during sex so you can read your mum's tattoos. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> My, your dad went on the dark net to buy Crocs. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> uh, your dad, Danny, cut a glory hole in the shower when he used to bath his kids. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, your dad's gaydar has his phone battery on 1% by 7am. Kai, your dad's got his labia pierced. <laughs> To be fair, he doesn't know what his labia is. He just thinks it's his nipples. <laughs> Kai, your dad employs a hype man during sex. <laughs> hey That's what I'm... Linda! <laughs> Linda, take that dick! Linda! <laughs> hey, Matty, your dad got a red card playing Sunday League football for being sexually aggressive. Eh... <laughs> uh, Matt, your dad got thrown out of Ikea for dressing up as a chair so a woman would sit on him. 
Uh, Danny, when your dad was a kid, he attached a bit of string to a curry bag and then he called it a kite. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, your dad eats pussy with a knife and fork. <laughs> Kai, your dad gained a watch when he did a DIY prostate exam. <laughs> Kai, your dad uses a spice rack for his flavoured lube. <laughs> Well, Matty, your dad cried at the end of Notebook, but he cries at the end of every movie because he's got to go back to his normal life. (laughs) Matty, your dad vapes your mum's tears. (laughs) Well, Danny, your dad's spirit animal is Reek from Game of Thrones. (laughs) It's also his Patronus. Danny, your dad boxes in the living room when he watches the boxing, but he also shadow swims when he's watching Jaws. <laughs> Kai, your dad dances like no one's watching, eats like no one is watching, shops like no one is watching. No one watches ever. God, he's so alone. <laughs> uh, Kai, your dad tells people he's got criminal record for SBH, self bodily harm. <laughs> we might your dad bites his lips seductively when you tell him you love him. <laughs> Matty, when your mum got a terminal diagnosis at the hospital, your dad did the greatest Michael Jackson impression I've ever seen. And by that, I mean he fucked a kid. <laughs> <laughs> then Moon walked out of there. Well, Danny, your dad only goes to Ibiza for the water park. <laughs> <laughs> Holds his nose like Elliot Steele. <laughs> oh, uh, Elliot Steele's dad's son holds his nose on a water slide. <laughs> oh, my God. Got one more. Kai, your dad is a side quest on The Sims. <laughs> <laughs> your dad grabs his mate's shoulder during threesomes. <laughs> but leverage. Oh, well, that brings us to the end of uh, this podcast. In fact, uh, first of all, we would like to thank Matthew Cannock for being on the podcast. Yes. Thank you very much. Do you want to plug anything? Uh, like, sure, where, where, what, where are you next to work? Uh, uh, <laughs> Tell them yeah. when you're next to work. Come to Santander, Camberley, on uh, <laughs> m- Monday morning, 9 o'clock. I'll be there. Any requests? <laughs> investments, protection, pensions. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and if you want to tweet me and Daniel about um, who, who you really think the best man is out of the pair right. of them and also if you, ha- if you have enjoyed Matty on the podcast please genuinely do let us know as always uh, give us positive feedbacks on uh, Twitter so I, think, I think we will get uh, Muggins and Cream separate Christmas jumpers jumpers uh, we'll get like yeah. merch like uh, something to buy for uh, the competition alright yeah, yeah we'll get on to that for Christmas we should get Christmas jumpers made we'll make a site each but we'll make, we'll promise to each other that we won't get family members to buy specific ones we'll do yeah. a genuine competition and we'll probably do like mo- any p- profits above what it costs to make we'll give to yeah. some kid with AIDS or whatever uh, which is fine <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we are on uh, tour uh, next week we are in Prague and then we are in uh, Vienna, then we are in fucking somewhere else. Go on DanielSlash.com to find our tour dates. Uh, you can catch Kai if you have sex with him. You can catch me on Twitter. <laughs> Contagious. Right, I think, I think we're petering out now, so right. let's, let's say goodbye. After three. Yeah. Bye! <laughs>